So my friends, uh, our reading from the first, the first reading is from the book of wisdom today, and it really strikes the heart of so much of what we do and how we observe the command of the Lord to be vigilant, uh, which is that they knew, the Israelites knew the oaths of the Lord uh, in which they put their faith, and therefore in secret the holy children of God were offering sacrifice and putting into effect with one accord the divine institution. That we, our worship, our, our life of faith is lived out in liturgy. That the liturgy, the worship that we offer uh, as Catholics is very distinctive. Uh, our Mass is, is a very, uh, dis- has a very distinctive character. It's the liturgical character, which means all of our, all the actions of the Mass, the responses, uh, everything is dictated. We don't just make it up, right? We don't just say whatever we want during Mass. I don't just make up prayers like I read from a book called the Roman Missal and that those are the prayers that are prayed by Catholics around the world today. The prayers that we pray is are liturgical and that we don't just make them up based upon what we feel. Rather, we do very specific actions when we worship. Because it's not about how I'm feeling this morning. Uh, rather, it's about that God has instituted something. That this is, this is the divine institution. We didn't make this up, right? God himself, our Lord Jesus, um, set the pattern of all worship at the Last Supper uh, and then culminating on the cross. And so the, the height of our Mass is where the priest standing in the person of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, repeats those same words from the Last Supper. This is my body. This is my blood. That, that's, that's the height of the Mass. Uh, that this is formed by divine institution. We don't make it up. Every Sunday, or for those who come to daily Mass, every day, we participate in something that God instituted. God himself set up the pattern for how he would be worshipped. And this is important, right? Because God gets to decide that. God gets to decide how he is worshipped. We can't say like, well, I want to worship God this way. Well, how does God want to be worshipped? Right? If my parents said like, we are going to make, we're going to go tubing for your birthday. I don't like tubing, right? Don't celebrate my birthday with something I don't like doing. Uh, It doesn't work that way. Don't worship God in a way that we want if it's not the way he wants. We worship God according to his precepts, according to the way that he designates for us. Even we say before we pray the Our Father, the introductory, um, the introduction for the Our Father, at the Savior's command and formed by divine precept, we dare to say. Um, in fact, in the, in the Latin, It's institutione divina, which is exactly what's here, divine institution. God himself taught us how to pray. He taught us how to worship. And so when we pray as Catholics, particularly in the Mass, we are not just doing our own thing. We are entering into the prayer of the entire church. We're entering into worship. This is what our liturgy is. This is what it's meant to be. That it's not about me, it's not about any single one of you, it's about us in a big sense, in a personal sense, but that it really is about the worship of God. And that we 
subject ourselves to that in a way. Not in a way that's oppressive, but in a way that's like, yes, I don't have to dream up at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning what Mass is going to look like today. It's going to look like it always looks. Uh, And that as we come to Mass, we know more or less what to expect because it's going to look like it always looks. It's not about my whims. It's not about any of our whims. It's about that divine institution. And that the Mass is a sacrifice. This is so important. The Mass is a sacrifice. The holy sacrifice of the Mass, we call it. It's, and who is the victim? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In every sacrifice there is a victim. The Lord Jesus. Who is the priest of every Mass? Not me. I am standing in the priesthood of Jesus Christ. At every Mass, Christ is both priest and victim. And so our Mass is a sacrifice. It's so important that we recognize this is more than just a habitual communal gathering, right? This is a sacrifice. What does it cost Jesus for this Mass? It costs him his whole life. It costs him everything. The Mass cost the Lord Jesus his entire life. And so when we come to Mass, uh, we're coming to the sacrifice offered for our salvation. We are present at the act that saves us. This is a sacrifice, the holy sacrifice of the Mass, in which Christ is both priest and victim. There was a study that came out this past week um, that two-thirds of Catholics, Two-thirds of Catholics don't believe in the real presence of the Eucharist. Namely, when the sacrifice occurs, what was bread and wine becomes the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And that you can't point to that anymore and say, that's bread or that's wine. It's not. That is the Eucharist after the consecration is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. You can point to it right now. There's bread in the saborium. There's wine in the cruet. That's bread and wine. About 15 minutes from now, no, it's not. That becomes body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. I would hope if uh, St. Francis were to be part of that poll that we would ace it, right? We understand that. As Catholics, we don't worship bread, right? If we get up every Sunday morning to worship a piece of bread, then as St. Paul says in one of his letters, We're the most pitiable of people, right? But that'd be crazy. I'm going to get up. I'm going to change my plan. Why? Because we worship a piece of bread, right? No, we don't worship bread. We worship the Lord of the universe, our Lord Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity, truly present in the Eucharist. This is why we receive the Eucharist with reverence. This is why if we're conscious of having offended our Lord through serious mortal sin, we don't receive communion until we've been reconciled in confession. And I've said it again and again and again, but it's so important because we do this every week. Every week we come to Mass. And it can be, I, I get this as a priest, it can be so easy for this to just slip into habit. I say Mass every single day. It could be so easy that it just becomes a habit, becomes just another thing to do. And if I got a lot to do, something to rush through. No, we should never rush through Mass. This is the most important thing we do today. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, priest and victim, offered for our salvation, receiving him body, blood, soul, and divinity in a liturgy that we didn't dream up, but that is part of 
it's the same mass. Even though some of the things have changed over 2,000 years, it is the same exact mass. As Catholics, we are participating in our, this is our life. The liturgy is the life of the church. It's how we breathe. It's how we're nourished. And so just this Sunday morning, it's a good idea to renew ourselves in our liturgical practice. We come to Mass to worship. This is instituted by God himself. Our Lord is both priest and victim. This is a sacrifice. It's important for us to be here. And when we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, we're receiving really Jesus himself to be treated with reverence and care and love. It's not a piece of bread. It's not a glass of wine. It's body, blood, soul, and the veneer of Lord Jesus Christ. This is our life as Catholics. This is what we do. And so today, may we enter more fully into that liturgical life of our faith so that we may encounter here in the holy sacrifice of the Mass, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.